We are a group of friends bound by our appreciation for liberty and good podcasting. Free-minded thinkers from all walks of life, our values come together with one accord to discuss the common culture and news of the day, along with whatever random crap is going on in our lives. Welcome to the Union of the Unknowns. Hey, and welcome to another Union of the Unknowns. I'm Kiel Thor, broadcasting from my recording bunker in the outskirts of Metro Atlanta, Georgia. With me are the unknowns. We've got the lovely Stella from down under. I'm from the land of us. And there's Toons Tune broadcasting from his Toonstead up in New Hampshire. Yes, sir. 603 Free State represent. How are you? We've got Terry from the Canary Islands. Hello, and it's lovely here in the Canary Islands. He's big, and he's got a perm. He goes by Big Perm. Hey, everybody. Glad to be back. And America's sweetheart, Justin the Ism Cant. Hey, how's everyone doing tonight? I'm doing great. Hope everyone else is as well. So I had posted in our Discord, half kiddingly, that our next show should be about uh, the the way that Christianity as a organization over the past 2000 years has subjugated and adopted various pagan traditions into its own in order to control the local population. And the response I got was, what in the hell are you talking about, Kiel? That's never happened before. So I'd like, I just have a couple things to talk about and maybe we'll just let it, let it loose. So uh, a bit of a background here. Uh, so Christianity began in uh, ancient Rome and uh, it was kind of a small, almost a cult uh, following up until uh, for a few hundred years until Emperor Constantine legalized it. Um, in what was it 350? No, he did it in three, 313 AD. Emperor Constantine, with the Edict of Milan, legalized Christianity and then immediately began taking over local pagan temples and converting them into Christian churches. At that time, Christianity didn't really have churches, physical establishments where they would uh, pray. And so Constantine, and at that point is when Christianity uh, evolved. And I'm sure there, I mean, there are other times throughout history where Christianity has evolved, but that was kind of when it uh, started becoming a state religion. And Can I hop in here real quick. Yeah, go um, ahead. 313 is a long time for whatever it was originally to evolve into whatever it was then. Um, like you said, it was kind of a cult. It was underground. It was mm -hmm. uh, taboo. Um, that's a long time. 313 years is a long time for to, to play the game of telephone, uh, yeah. essentially. It would, but it, it became very popular. I mean, it was we, it's the largest religion we have today in the Western world, at least. And um, so that I was like it. I the way you put that tune. So play the game of telephone because um, I'm assuming that the old Chinese whispers is just too racist now. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've Nicely never heard put. That. You've never heard Chinese yeah. whispers? Chinese whispers. Yeah, we call it Chinese whispers as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. Officially dated. Back to you, Kiel. Well, the kind of i bring this whole concept up because halloween's coming up and um that is a i mean it's not a christian holiday but the way we celebrate it now it's a it's a pagan tradition going way back uh but the uh the the christian church did take it over a little bit uh they they have uh, all saints day which was a celebration of Christian saints and the date, yes. the date for that celebration was changed in the ninth century to be November 1st. 
which coincided with the uh, Samhain, which is the, the old Celtic celebration where the yeah. ancient spirits commune with the living. And uh, so the Christians were able to say, hey, no, 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 this isn't, this isn't an old pagan holiday. This is, a, this is a Christian day, All Saints Day. We're going to celebrate all the saints. I was just uh, chewing this over with my wife. And uh, did they necessarily say no, no, no? Or did they say, uh, while you're celebrating the ancestors or while you're celebrating the spooky stuff, uh, remember the saints? Well, that's the, that's the, the real question. We don't really know what the, um, what the motivation was for changing the dates, but uh, you can easily rationalize the idea that in order to maintain control, in order to establish your system of beliefs as the main one, the real one, that you could manipulate it in a way that kind of takes on certain traditions and no, you don't need to, you can still do that, that's that celebration, that, that ritual, you can still do that, but we're going to call it this instead. And you can be a Christian while you do it, you know? Well, the original, uh, was it Sawin? How did you say it? Sawin? Yeah, Sawin. Yeah. Uh, the original festival was to, um, celebrate the harvest at the end of summer. Yeah. That was the Celtic festival of celebrating the harvest. So the person who changed it in what was it the ninth century correct was a pope pope gregory the third that's right now, that sounds kind of familiar doesn't it like there's this nature type worship going on i suppose mm -hmm. all pagan based so the pope comes along and makes some rules <laughs> uh and says oh okay it's, it's going to be about this uh, it's not about what you're about it's about what i'm telling you that it's about so, Correct. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, and you know, back then the nowadays we, we have a separation, you know, in Western culture of church and state, uh, not exclusively of course, but here in America we do. And, or at least it's written down that way. And, uh, uh but, but um, back it's then, not just that, is it, is it kill? Because uh, you're probably going to come on to this. All the religious holidays were basically pagan holidays to start with Easter, Christmas, They've all been taken over by the church and they were all, and all the imagery that comes through in those holidays, like the, 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 the bunnies and the Easter eggs for, for yep. Easter was, was, the Christmas the hell... tree for Christmas, they all come from the pagan celebrations, yep. really. What the, hell does it, what the hell does the Easter bunny have to do with this, with the, I believe Easter is supposed to be the resurrection of Jesus, right? So yeah. how the hell did, like, life-size bunnies and and painted colorful eggs come into play there it's because bunnies it was the, the pagan celebration of spring yes you know, <laughs> it was based on baby bunnies and it was based on a goddess called esther i believe i, I didn't right. have a much That's of a chance right. to yeah. do any research so i'm going off memory but yeah esther and um and you know when you think of reproduction and birth of course you're going to think of bunnies um, I think that's just, you know, the pagan Christians, Christianized pagan thing. It wasn't the other way around. They didn't paganize the Christian thing. The Christians Christianized the pagan thing. Right. And it's, and it wasn't, I mean, I, I don't think that it necessarily was a malicious attempt to try to subjugate the population. I think it could be more of a kind of a cultural intermingling and the old mm -hmm. traditions just kind of stayed around and the the missionaries that came into the area couldn't suppress those uh, traditions. So they just kind of, well, you know what? Sure. You can, you can have eggs on Easter, yeah. you know, it, but it's uh, a convenient the, way to get everyone on board, isn't it? Yes. The fact remains Christianity was the important part and we want to make sure everybody's going to be Christian. And so we have to, uh, trivialize the old ways of doing things and and make sure that, you know, Jesus' resurrection, that's what we're really celebrating here. You can have these yeah. fun little things for the kids, but, you know. It's kind of uh, massaging in the old ways into the new ways. Uh, yeah. You're celebrating the melting of the snow and the flowers blooming. And at the same time, remember Jesus resurrected. 
Yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so that, you know, if we assume that Jesus was a real person and these things happened to him, we don't know any of the dates with these, you know, with these important things that happened to him in his life when he was crucified and when he was resurrected. We don't, we don't have a clue. So they've just, they've presumably they were plucking dates out to fit into the pagan calendar to make it very convenient for everyone. There are actually clues about, well, about Christmas. I'm not sure about Easter, but Christmas, there are some clues if you look into it, and I can't quote exactly, but about things like, you know, there's lambs around and certain uh, environmental factors that were in the word, uh, which do point to the fact that it definitely wasn't in December. Uh, it was probably more around, yeah, Northern Hemisphere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, autumn? Yeah, autumnish sort of autumn or, or summer. They they've talked about. I've, I I was reading about that too. Yeah, I I'd heard that they uh, decided December twenty fifth uh, because it was nine months. Uh, what is that? Nine months after the the his resurrection date, which there was some tradition in that you. He was conceived it's on January day five, or, or whatever it was. Uh, mm-hmm. There, there's some calculation. Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, some calculation. Nine months. Uh, well, that that the, the that whole thing up. about Easter. Sorry, uh, oh. I was going to say that. No, I, I, Go to. Turns out I've got a lot to say about this subject after all. <laughs> sure. The whole thing about <laughs> Easter is weirdly pagan anyway, because the the date of it is calculated from the phase of the moon, isn't it? That's yes. why it shifts around the, the calendar Celtic. all the time. Yeah, it's the Celtic the, seasons. Right. There's a yeah. there's a wheel. It's kind of a more I, as far as I can tell, it's a more modern invention. But there's a wheel of the year that shows all the different equinoxes and solstices, and there's a mm-hmm. a pagan celebration for at these different times. There's also in between an equinox and a solstice here and there that, as I you know Halloween, the that that there was yeah. kind of a harvest that happened in between the those uh, sun points yeah it's very close to the equinox yeah. isn't it very close yeah um but yeah christmas is a is a big one uh december 25th uh was declared by uh julius the first back in 350 a.d just said at, and up to that point, uh, there were a couple different dates when uh, the the Christian authorities were kind of thrown around as would be the date when Jesus was born. And Julius the uh, first said, Pope Julius the first said, "Well, it's going to be December twenty fifth." Now we don't we don't have documentation as to why he picked that date. Uh, that was one of the dates that people thought maybe whatever. But clearly, it is. It does line up with the Roman festival of Saturnalia, and it's the yeah. the winter solstice, which is a, a it's just a big festival time. And so, could have right? pick that, and then we're celebrating this time because of Jesus, not because of whatever mm-hmm. ancient tradition. Yeah, and you know, maybe maybe this, like I said, maybe it's not <clears throat> malicious. Maybe it's just the new the new pop culture thing at the time maybe that's just we're going to call it that now and that's it and this is the new way to celebrate the way i see it too is is it's kind of massaged into the old ways it's kind of uh this is the way you've been doing it and just remember christianity while you do it yeah yeah because for some reason for some reason jesus conception was dated to march 25th so that's what you're Right, that's what I'm saying. And so there was a that calculation was made, but I will say um, that there were some clearly malicious, uh, and there was malicious intent with uh, the the way that Christianity spread. Uh, For example, the uh, uh, King Charlemagne was the the king of the Franks. Um, back in uh, 782, he he was kind of uh, in conflict with the Germanic tribes uh, in northern Europe at the time, and he lined up 
uh, about 4,500 of them and told them either convert to Christianity or we're going to behead you. And they were all beheaded. And his, his, uh, his the, Holy, the Holy Roman Emperor, right? right? Holy Roman Emperor. His conquest in Northern Europe was, you know, on the wave of, it was in the name of, of Christianity. And so the pagan, peace. pagans didn't want to convert and he wasn't going to have that. And so there you go. I, I've heard yeah. uh, some people speculate that his uh, conversion to Christianity was, was basically a political maneuver. But he didn't really, he didn't really convert at all. He was just, he was just doing something that was convenient for his uh, political power. It's very, very possible. I mean, nothing new. It, the Christianity, <laughs> the, the church has been intertwined with uh, politics and the monarchy and it's it's just another form of control over the population. Can I jump yep. in here? Yes. At yeah. the risk of sounding ignorant, could you, Kiltor, give me your definition of pagan? Because, uh, I mean, it's, I hear the word, the term thrown around a lot throughout my life, and it's always come off to me like similar to uh, atheists, I guess. So I can't say that I'm exactly sure what the pagans were about. And well, it sounds like an ancient term to me almost. It, well, I don't know how old the term is, but uh, paganism is more or less any religion, any religious beliefs that existed that were, were not Christian, basically. Um, you well, could, we're not Judaism, actually, because there was no, no Christianity. Well, thing. okay. Uh, uh, let me rephrase so that. So we say uh, non-Abrahamic religions? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Non-Abrahamic religions are, can be considered pagan. Uh, personally, I would, I define paganism as older um, or, or more Western than say Buddhism or Shintoist uh, religions in the East. But broadly speaking, those are also pagan. Um, but uh uh, so, so any of the yeah. I, sorry, I was going to say I think it might have been a Roman term originally. I, I think they might have used it to describe non-Roman people who who didn't believe in the Roman gods. Uh, but I think we we yep. sort of think of it now as a more like a sort of nature religion, don't we? Like you know, gods um, of, yep. of nature. Yeah. And when when I hear paganism, I think um, woman in her twenties that never wants kids. And is gonna cast a curse on you because she's and lots of dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, because she's she's like... overweight and you won't date her. All right, so you're you're thinking <laughs> of the like Wiccan, or, Wiccan uh... or witchcraft. Yeah, is, is a pagan witchcraft love me. set of beliefs. Yeah, someone. I'll read this. I'm gonna read out rituals. Yeah, I'm gonna read out just so that we can get this sort of straight. Sure. So paganism is a derogatory term first used in the fourth century by early Christians. For people in the Roman Empire who practiced polytheism, which is more than one god, or ethnic religions other than Judaism. The next bit, pagans believe that nature is sacred and that the natural cycles of birth, growth and death observed in the world around us carry profoundly spiritual meanings. Human beings are seen as part of nature along with other animals, trees, stones, plants and everything else that is of this earth. So it's basically people who don't who didn't back then uh, practice the Roman Empire religion, and also people who worshipped nature as God, I suppose. Yeah. The gods and goddesses of nature. So that's like polytheism. I think how what Satanism, how they describe themselves, mm. I believe, like worship nature, and or is it Satanism? Satanism is, is basically antichrist. So right. anything that's not Christ. But from what I understand, yeah. they don't say that. They're antichrist. They're more worshiping nature. I could be missing mixing that up with. The, there's a few of them that sound like Satanism, like Luciferianism, uh, the yeah. temple set, the Satanic temple. I think some of them. It's not that they're into Satan, but that they are. They worship nature or something like that. I would. I would say any any religion that's based on the 
Abrahamic kind of mythology uh, isn't, it would be inherently not pagan. So if you're a Satanist, and I know there's different flavors of Satanism, and we've, we've discussed that in previous shows, um, but it, it's, it is kind of, there has to be a, a Christ God or some other Abrahamic God in order for Satanism to exist because they are the antithesis of the followers yeah. of the God. But so, I think yeah, they just use yeah. that term, yeah, maybe. even though they don't actually believe in, in Satan or God. It could be. Yeah, but that's the thing is like it just depends on the translation and the definition, just like the Bible translations. And, um, you know, I'm not, I don't really want to put my own personal beliefs into this, but I'm just observing that it is a heavily edited book. It has been edited through the years. It's bits right. have taken out, uh, changed by different people for different reasons. Um, yep. And that's always been a problem for me personally yep. um, is because we can't be sure because we haven't laid our own eyes and interpretations on the Rosetta Stone, for instance. We still, for that, we only know what we've been told about yeah. translations. And some well, words then... aren't, can't be translated. My, my, my Dutch ex-father-in-law, he was always struggling for a word in English to express what he was trying to say in Dutch sort of thing. There wasn't, he, he used to say, there's no word for this. So that's just an example of translations. You have to get sometimes another word that fits kind of just mm -hmm. to get the message across. So it depends which word gets chosen, you know. And yeah, yeah, that whole translation yeah. thing, I, uh, I was at a wedding and one of the, the bride was Brazilian and her sister was giving a speech and there was multiple times where she leaned in and spoke with the bride and then just turned and she was like, there's no English translation to explain what I'm trying to say. So she just moved on from mm -hmm. that. Yeah. But uh, to what you were saying, there are books like the Apocrypha and like the Book of Enoch mm -hmm. and things like there, mm -hmm. for some reason, who knows what they are excluded from the Bible and who's to say that they aren't just as important as any of the other books. So I, well, well somebody decided and I don't that. know who it was. There was the yeah. Council of Nicaea. Um, That's right, yeah. Uh, and uh, the whole history of Christianity is very interesting because there are a lot of, there have been a lot of really interesting books that were chucked out of the Bible that um, are now coming back to life through things like the Dead Sea Scrolls. Uh, and, you know, you've got lots of Gospels, for example, which take have a very different take on uh, Jesus's life. And, you know, why why was those not included and some other ones were? You know, I, I think it might well have been for political purposes, as Kiel was um, yeah. intimating earlier on. Yeah, I, I believe that's, you know, you're, you're in competition with other influences in the world. And so you want to, you either, you know, if you can't beat them, join them, maybe. That's a way to, way to say it, but you uh if you can't get a population to adhere to your way of living then you just take over their ways and incorporate them into your own yeah set of traditions and then then they're then then they're part of your team suddenly you know because that's the but way i i think they were they may have been trying to to conquer it as well because right, i yeah. think that's part of the reason why paganism still gets a bad rap from Christians these days, because they, you know, I don't think it's fair to equate it with Satanism. I think it's completely different. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's uh, Satanism. Satanism is different than paganism, in my opinion. But yeah. like you were saying, that the definition can be different for whatever your, your perspective happens to be. And you know, let's face it. This has always been my argument, and you know, even people close to me get annoyed about it. <laughs> but uh, nobody knows one hundred percent do they? It's all based on belief. So it annoys me when people say, no, this is how it is, because it's like, well, yeah. you don't know that. It's just what you believe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's faith. Yeah. Which, you know, is necessary. But even even to say you don't believe in anything is a faith that there's nothing to believe in. So you still have faith. Yeah, but the that bar. comes down to all groups, whether we're talking religion or not. I mean, the Republicans and the Democrats live in, not, let me strike that, not Republicans, Democrats, the left and the right 
are live in two completely different worlds and we've seen that more than ever in the last two years and it's not to be contradictory they like the pro jab people it was almost like a religion how much they believe like we're killing grandma and they're doing what's right yeah but a lot of that was propaganda don't forget because they there's only two different worlds because they present two different worlds to us. So we have to make a choice between two different worlds. Whereas there's the far left and the far right. And there's all those people in the middle who were saying things like, Oh yeah, well I got it, but I don't care how anyone else, you know, it's your choice. So, you know, they were in the middle, they weren't left or right. Sure. They but I just... think that's the same thing with religion as far as like the people that go out and try and preach to everyone to tell them this is the only way and you must join us or you're going to hell. And then yeah. there's people like myself, I guess. I practice on my own. I don't talk to people about it. I go to church because I feel good going there, not because I'm trying to post on Facebook about how saved I am and everyone mm. else is not, you know, like it's a personal journey. Yeah. Propaganda. There's propaganda about everything, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Oh, totally, 100%. I mean, the church is full of it. <laughs> Propaganda. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. I mean, a big religion, to my mind, has, has been co-opted to, to a large degree by, yeah. you know, people like the CIA. Particularly if you talk about um, the history of the Catholic religion, they um, they had, uh, what was it called? Um, the, the Congress they had in the 70s, which... Um, uh, seem to have been completely co-opted by the CIA, where they they sort of went very woke um, compared to what they were before. Uh, and you know, Monica Perez has got a lot to say about the current Pope, doesn't he? Doesn't she? How he's not really you know represented in the Catholic religion at all. He's a, he's a Jesuit. He he liked a porn star on Twitter or something. I remember that. Is that oh. what it, Oh, there was a there was a news article recently about the the current pope. He was saying that uh, guys in the in the Vatican were addicted to porn, and he was decrying the the, the all the darkness he was seeing surrounding that. I, I don't remember the the whole story, but there was something about that. I mean, good for him. About... Porn is bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, That's I agree with him on that. Deprive... It's when you, what happens when you deprive people of natural human instincts, though, isn't it? Just things go awry. But um, the oh, thing about I the agree. Vatican is, it's it's um, there's a the Pope that's currently running it is a Jesuit, and the people who are really pulling the strings, the Opus Dei, is <laughs> in the background. So, you know, um, yeah. it's not. If you're familiar with the scriptures of the Bible, um, it's fairly obvious that, you know, the Catholic institution is does not follow the scriptures i mean it's it's full of things that you're not meant to do look at the church it's full of Absolutely idols they, not. They pray you're, not, to idols. you're not supposed you know, to yeah worship i don't like putting down and, yeah yeah exactly i mean it's full of all the things that you're not meant to be doing you look at the, the assembly hall that was built in the 70s at the, at the vatican and it looks like the snake you know we've all been through that boys either yeah there's yeah. that um you know, I mean, there's there's really excellent people who are Catholics. So I'm not I'm not putting Catholics down, but just the Catholicism and the religiosity. Um, it's an establishment. It's a business. All roads lead back yeah. to Rome. Yep. Your point. It's like a lot of orga other organisations, isn't it? That, that have sort of um, supposed to have good intentions. Uh, but the dark people rise to the top. I'm thinking a lot of charities as well. <laughs> no, I never give to charities anymore since I've found out what they're really about. Um, well, if if you're yeah. looking for a good charity, there's DonorC.com. And um, that's one where it directly goes to people and you can actually see, you know, what they use it for. It was actually, is either this year or last year, uh, he was found dead in his home uh, and left behind okay. two kids, I think, and a wife. Someone broke into his house and murdered him. And who? Uh, murdered who? Uh, the guy that ran Donor C. 
and uh he did a lot of work in like africa and you know made a lot of i mean way off topic but we're looking for a good uh donation site donorc.com well, if he doesn't run it anymore, I'd, yeah, you've got to look into who runs these things. You've got to look right, dig into well, their roots. I do believe it's his family that, that still runs it after his death. You can believe anything you like. <laughs> well, it's definitely not him. He got murdered. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, it's with, with, with just the power of the Bible. I mean, you guys remember that uh, movie, The Book of Eli? Words that was the only book on the planet that the guy was looking for because he knew that if he had that book, he could use it to to rule the world. Mm. I, have a, I have a hard time believing that he couldn't find any copies of the Bible anywhere at that point. I mean, well, maybe, maybe it was a you know after dystopian you know government uh, like nineteen eighty four stuff where they go around and they collect and, and burn the everything. Like, Fahrenheit 451. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see it. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but uh, it seemed like, I like that movie, actually. And uh, But uh, it seemed like the, I don't know if that had happened. They didn't, I don't remember if they went into a whole lot of detail as to why the world was the way it was. I don't believe so. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that warlord guy just needed that Bible. And uh I can't give away any spoilers because it's a <laughs> there's a twist in it. But spoiler, it's like it's it's like Stella was saying. Which Bible do you go for, though? You know, I mean, it's that's a man-made creation. Yeah, yeah. some oh. men chose the the things to go into the Bible. Yeah, yeah you I know that they they edit it to what's best going to fit their narrative. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's what right. I was going to say before. Is sort of like um, when we're talking about the editing of and the taking out of, etc. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of things based on political agendas and what's going to get me at this point, you know, further with the people. So obviously there's going to be things based on that rather than the actual spiritualism because the excuse was that those books of the Apocrypha were not God-inspired. But says who? Yeah. Yeah. I used to work with a guy who uh, was a fundamentalist Christian and so he believed that the Bible was the word of God. And I talked to him a little bit about it, but, you know, it really comes down to just faith. And, you know, I, my argument was, how do you know? I mean, it, it's uh, the, the council of uh, whatever Terry said earlier. Let's see. You know, Let's see. Yeah, they, they decided what was going to be in the Bible. So it, if, if the original scriptures were, you know, the voice of God, then it, it still there's there was a there was a fallible man that wrote them down you know mm-hmm. and even if he was writing them down perfectly as god was saying that there's still another level you know they had to get translated and and the council of nicaea had to decide well yeah we're going to put this in but not this other stuff and yeah it's, and there was a fierce debate about it at the time of what was going in and what was going yeah. out so it's not like you know the word of god was sort of present in everyone in everyone there and they all agreed unanimously you know, um it, it was interesting it was interesting when they found no i'm sorry it's hard for me to tell when people are finished sometimes i apologize when i interrupt there um no, it's <laughs> it's like uh when they found the dead sea scrolls and so which was i believe it was primarily the book of isaiah um, I mean, there's been a lot more found since, but when you see some of those things, they're just tiny fragments. Um, yeah. Are they making up the bits in between that are missing correctly? Um, you know, exactly how well have they been translated? Which words did they use in what language to translate, etc.? Well, like a, lot, a lot of them, are, a lot of them are still being kept secret in Israel. Mm-hmm. They're not, they've not released them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, a lot of them were released very recently, actually. I, I didn't take a lot of note, but I saw something very recently, two or three weeks ago, that a whole bunch more had come out. And then you've got the cuneiform tablets as well. Um, there's some interesting theories about a lot of the Christian and later religions really are based on some of the very early Sumerian, um, very ancient religions and stories and folklores, what have you, uh, that have been readopted. Mm-hmm. 
and remarketed, rebranded, I suppose, if you use modern terms. There's a there's a treasure map as well that they found that I'm very interested in. It supposedly tells you where all the treasure from the temple went. So <laughs> oh, the Ark of the Covenant, perhaps. That's been found yeah, a number of times, hasn't it, in different places? <laughs> I think it's, isn't it in Ethiopia right now? Supposedly. That's what they're saying. Somebody says that, yeah. I have it buried uh, underneath my house. Right <laughs> it's in that big warehouse. I've seen it in the film. Yeah, there yeah there's go. a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of plastic ones somewhere. I love that. <laughs> made in China. <laughs> yeah, that movie's great. Um, well, the same guy that I work with used to talk about young, he was a young earth believer and he used to say that the earth was only 6,000 years old. Uh, and that was based on, uh, genealogical calculations within the Bible. You could say, well, this, it says this person lived this long and his dad lived this long and all the way back to Adam and Eve. And that was the beginning. And so the span uh, based on those calculations, was about six thousand years. Well, he also there was a British. Uh, <laughs> What's there that? Was a British bishop who did that calculation, uh, Bishop Barclay, I think. He, he worked out from the lifespans of all the people in the Bible that it was six thousand mm. years old. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, Tooch. No, you're good, T. You're good. You're good. <clears throat> I just said uh, he also knew that uh, dinosaurs are fake. <laughs> yep. <laughs> sure, one hundred percent. Well, yeah, for well, sure. What, what, what you see at the museum is 100% fake. Yeah, every museum piece that you see uh, of a dinosaur bone is a paper and shake copy. Not necessarily. Yeah, and it's, it's based on a tiny fragment. Oh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. No, I, you, if you go into most library libraries, most museums will have a, a big dinosaur skeleton, but it'll say that it's a replica. It's you know a resin replica of some other bone structure uh, but i've been to museums and they don't say that i've uh i went to one uh here over by where i live and they Nerd. had they had <laughs> thanks they had um, a dinosaur display and you know it was a lot of just you know kind of plastic setups and stuff like that and displays and information but they had a a plaster covered a dinosaur fossil that was recovered from a a dig out in Montana or wherever they pulled it from, but it was the actual fossil. And I remember thinking to myself, I I don't know if I've ever actually seen a real dinosaur fossil like this. Just in you know, it's a mineralized bone that's and it was just out there. You could touch it. I mean, it wasn't like up on a big display or anything. The whole skeleton. Not the whole skeleton. It was just just a part of it was just the right. remains of a, a a part of a skeleton from somewhere so i'm yeah, not saying i'm not saying is. that you go to a museum and you see the big t-rex standing in the in the foyer is real i mean it's probably not i don't know but they their fossils do exist and how do you explain well, oh, yeah. how do you explain the way sure. that you know. I can't say when I was a child, I bought for like 15 bucks fossilized um, dinosaur poop from like <laughs> Toys R Us. They, were they just joking? A toy? <laughs> no, they, I, I think they were probably just rocks that they picked up and threw in a package looking back on it. Yeah. I'll, I I'll bought I had dinosaurs for 100 bucks if you like. <laughs> are you it's guys trying to tell me sin. that dinosaurs aren't real? I mean, where do I, we get our I gas know. from? <laughs> That's a good point. I, I think fossil right. fuels are fake too, but <laughs> I didn't I, I oh, didn't mean know, to take, I didn't mean to take us down this rabbit hole. Uh, no, I, I, was only, I was only reading this really recently, actually. Just let me jump into this really quick thing about fossil fuels. Uh, now that was was it was it Rockefeller? I think it was Rockefeller came up with the term fossil fuels just to make it sound sort of rare rare and unique um but it really has nothing to do with actual fossils it's just something that's produced by the earth mm -hmm. but nothing to do with actual fossils <laughs> well it's so good people don't good marketing really think. yeah exactly that's all it was was marketing i think it's uh it's you know we're all carbon-based and 
oil is a form of carbon, right? Something like that. Yeah, there's a, there's an interesting Russian scientist who came up with a theory that it was just kind of wasn't generated by fossilized trees. That it was just kind of generated in the earth naturally all the yes. time, and it was yes kind of just there. And uh, yeah. there are some stories that the Russians just drill out their oil wells and then leave them for a while, and they let them refill, and then just one of the reasons they've got so much oil. <laughs> yeah, I remember hearing about I don't know if that's true or not, but it's an interesting idea. Yeah. I will throw this one out there too. There is a synthesized oil. There's there's man-made oil. I mean, you can get synthetic oil for your car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've been putting full synthetic oil in my car for years. Yeah. Did a dinosaur shit that out? I don't know who yeah. shit it out. Yeah. But the, 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 rubble, I think the rubber dinosaur. We're way off topic. I didn't mean, to, didn't mean to take us down this road. <laughs> all good but uh okay so uh halloween what's happening yeah. <laughs> are we gonna get back to the whole halloween thing what um, are we gonna dress up as this year oh, i wasn't <laughs> okay maybe a dinosaur because it's fake well i'm grew yeah. grew Super from scary. the minions and Ooh. the little dude <laughs> is one of the yellow minions and the little girl is the purple monster minion Okay. And I think the yeah. wife was planning on being the girl, but she decided to just be another minion. So, yeah. Well, That's I won the third place. With the I won third place at the company Halloween party with arm building inflatable waving food man. You know, I haven't <laughs> seen a picture of you in that costume yet. <laughs> I love those inflatable costumes. I just want someone to turn up to one of those parties dressed as a syringe and let the whole thing down. <laughs> Well, I wanted to go as, okay, here are my top three picks. Um, Justin Trudeau in blackface, Governor um, Northam in KKK hood, or <laughs> Kyle Rittenhouse with full AR-15 and blue gloves. And yeah. HR shot all three of them down. Oh. Like, so I work at Twitter? Hammer attacker. There you go. <laughs> well, that's... Uh, I've got an interesting Halloween fact that I want to share with you all. There's oh, this, the, you know, the Halloween's associated with witches flying around on broomsticks. Uh, and there's a story, um, it's another pagan thing. The, the story goes that it comes from the psychedelic mushrooms that they used to grow at that time of year. And then people used to take them and have the sensation of flying around. So that's why it was associated with witches flying. Hmm. Oh, so that's like I've... Mexican or... or... What did you say? Native American? No, um, European, I guess. I, I don't know what mushrooms they're. Justin would know. Justin can tell us. <laughs> um, I mean, you you can find different kinds of psilocybin mushrooms throughout um, the entire world. Uh, yeah. Probably not Antarctica, obviously, but um, uh, yeah, it's it's they're everywhere, and there's a lot of people that theorize that that people tripping on mushrooms is what started most of the religions by being able to yeah. break through that interdimensional barrier and actually yeah. talk with the four dimensional beings. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of theory that, um, there, there was the DMT Bush. I can't remember what it's called. Joe Rogan talks about it all the time. Um, in the, uh, like Israel where Jesus was from and, uh, they were burning, burning the bush and that was give them very intense, hallucinations and that's, the acacia you know, bush yes yeah, thank you bush. No, and then the same thing with the salem witch trials they thought yeah, that the, the ergot and the bread that or the grain yep. that they were using yep. was making them trip balls so mm. they thought people were witches not for nothing if you trip hard enough you meet god <laughs> i don't know if you, yeah. you, you if, you if anybody if anybody else has tripped hard enough but you do meet god I don't know. I've I, I've talked to him. <laughs> He's out there. Okay. I've tried, um, but eat some more next time. Well, people who who experience near death experiences um, talk about that sort of thing, don't they? They go they go and meet God or prior beings or whatever you know, and See, their ancestors. Of light. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some I've... of them literally literally have conversations and and are, are told, "No, it's not your time." That's right. Back you go. No, I don't want to go back. 
Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, not I'm out of it. Go to work on Monday. I don't want to go back. <laughs> this is going to be a crazy uh, blaspheme, right? But um, is there something to say that uh, everybody that trips meets God in air quotes or whatever? Um, is there like a just a fundamentally human experience that uh, we all have that like spirituality lock inside of us and you need to put that key in and that key is sometimes mushrooms sometimes near-death experience it's sometimes uh i i mean i i feel like i tripped when my kid was born like it's all these, i was just gonna say yep that moment of childbirth these, yeah it's all these keys that that just unlock like just the fundamental human experience that uh well, re- religion as a whole taps in and they do uh-huh. say that dmt is produced in the pineal gland and that it's a naturally occurring substance in the body and that could be what gives us our dreams as well Hmm. yeah this could be a great subject for another show yeah let's let's do drugs topic i'm down drugs drugs or or now and or spirituality and you know the key to it so um uh uh what tunes was saying i would say is is more like um what a materialist scientist would say that you know that there's there's some sort of effect going on in the brain that 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 makes you think uh that there's there's a god but um i think i would say now from my uh, a re- more recent perspective is that it's there's some underlying reality that we're we're all able to tap into if when we get our brain out of the way I subscribe to that more than the scientists. Fuck yeah. those if, guys. Um, <laughs> I don't know whether you guys have ever seen the cross section of the brain where, you know, if you, if you could cut a brain in half uh, around the pineal sort of area and the very so-called spiritual area, uh, it's, it's the shape of the eye of Horus. There's no doubt about that. That's where they got the symbol of the eye of Horus. Wow, yeah. So it's all very tidy. In, and, and, you know, most of you might also know, may have observed that the in religion, let's get back to the Vatican. Um, for instance, the Pope's staff that he holds. I'm not sure if that's the correct term, but we'll call it a staff. Uh, you've got the uh, pine cone on the top of that. You've got the giant pine cone statue outside mm-hmm. the Vatican as well. Um the pineal gland itself does look like a pine cone. So that's also where that sort of comes from. And, uh, you know, all the modern stuff like the fluoride, et cetera, that's supposed to be separating and hardening our pineal gland. And you see all this stuff on YouTube and I don't want to go into all the, I don't want to encourage new age stuff because I think it's very much a connection to the dark side. If you don't understand what you're doing, you shouldn't do it. Um, but there's all this awaken your pineal gland and, you know, awaken this and that. And it's like, I don't know. Be bloody careful doing that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, know what you're doing. Know what you're inviting in. Because it's only, all about opening doors. You can't close them again, you know? Only under professional supervision should they you also have yeah. the do Egyptian that kind of stuff. obelisks at the Vatican. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and, like well, not only the Vatican. New York, Paris, London. Yep. All over the place. And I mean... Uh, You've got, you've got the, the triangle that's running the world. You've got the Vatican, you've got the city of London, you've got Washington, D.C., because those three things are nothing to do with their surrounding territories or states. They are entities within themselves. The Queen has to knock on the door, well, she used to, <laughs> to get into the city of London. She had to be invited. She wasn't allowed to just go on yeah, through whenever she wanted right. to. Totally separate, like a separate country. The Vatican has its own currency. Um, totally, yeah, this is something that is worth looking into at some point. The, if you haven't, did you, so did you just say the Queen had to knock on the door of the City of London? Yes, the City of London is an entity of, of its, it's basically owned and run by bankers that run the world. Um, so it's within London, but the City of London is a separate entity, which is where. Is that- is that a yeah, it's like a, the world? It's like Washington D.C. and Vatican yeah. City. The Vatican. It's those yeah. three things. Yeah. Right. It's like a two-three block uh, sovereign. Okay. Vatican's it, about a hundred acres from memory. I think that's true. As far as I know, yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd never heard of the city of London in those terms before. 
yeah, read it, read about it. It's really you interesting. Don't listen and to and the whole Sam ritual. Of... That's all he talks about half the time. I, I do not. I yeah, saw him live. About... And Washington, D.C., look, look into that as well. Yep, they're the three headquarters. That is Rome. It's the Roman Empire hmm. um, headquarters of the world, those three places. Hmm. Cool. Wild stuff. It's... Yes. Yeah, so the military is Washington, hmm. D.C., City of London is the finances, and Vatican is the religion. So am I uh, biting off more than we have time for here? Um <clears throat> I, I definitely believe in uh, uh, divinity in nature. Um, I've witnessed it. Uh, my wife literally made life. Um, I've grown and raised food. Um, I've watched my food die, and I've watched it make life for me. Um, that is all religious to me. Uh, to me, like... Uh, nature is uh divine um and we are here because uh nature provides um i really don't have the words to to explain like how i feel about it it's it's more religious in that sense and and do these religions just hijack on that feeling i don't know if that makes sense yeah, no, I think that's great. I think that's bringing us back to the paganism theme. Right. Uh, that's like a pagan view. Yeah, hundred percent. That's uh, I think the whole, what is it, the life universe and everything, from the Hitchhiker's Guide. Is that what the phrase is? Yeah. All, of, all of that's uh, very spiritual. You know, it's uh, nature. The nature of existence. It's I think um, interpret it. I think yeah, I would use the word spiritual rather than religious because religion is a, is a, an establishmentarianism, really. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it, the question is, you can say, well, nature's uh, a religion in itself, I suppose, or you could praise that, or you can also ask the question, well, where did nature come from? How did that happen? How did that evolve? I mean, the big questions. Big questions, yeah. Uh so that's where you know, God comes in. I think did nature uh, just produce itself or did was it created was it inspired from nothingness that's the big question sorry thanks. terry no it's all right I, I was just going to say i think there are many routes to you know the sort of spiritual side of things and I, I one of the pities about mainstream religion is that it seems to act to divide people more than bring people together mm -hmm. you know it doesn't particularly matter to me what sort of religion you are if you're a sort of spiritual person and you 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 believe in in higher things and you believe in good and evil and you you know you want to to do the right thing by by other people um then that's the main thing for me um you know that sort of connection uh doesn't matter what you call yourself or you know or if you say my religion's better than yours then i'm not really going to be your friend because you know yeah. I think we're all connected basically we're all, we're all part of the same thing oh 100 percent, we are we're, we're part of nature i mean i don't think that i think the word is it, it the problem is in worship that's that's where the problem lies you can love i mean i love nature i'm a big nature lover and but i don't worship it i i hug trees and i'm grateful every time i see a butterfly and I, i'm astounded by the nature of insects and things like that but i don't worship them i worship um, air conditioning <laughs> yeah i'm sorry to interrupt but like screw nature give me some <laughs> nice air control 100 years from now justin will have 100 years from now justin will have founded a new air everyone's wearing jackets all the time <laughs> Well, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt. Years time, so I want to build a little cardboard replicas of air conditioners because that's, <laughs> that's the holy thing. <laughs> like, honestly, I mean, because I live in Georgia, so if I didn't have air conditioning, I I don't know how I would make it. Whew. It's tough yeah. out there. It, it is. <laughs> I'm not far from you, and that's, uh, I agree with you. Well, but and I think, I think the Arabs 
the Arab people got it right wearing the like robes made out of like a real nice light cloth. Yeah. yeah. Not just look nice and breezy. Mm-hmm. I think they not take so a lot of naps there, too. Is it? Not so humid. So no, yeah. it's very dry. I never what you need is a still suit, like in like from June, really, basically. Yes, a still suit. <laughs> Those are awesome. What's a still suit? Uh, it's like a, yeah. like a like a skin tight bodysuit from the Dune series of novels that they wore. Oh, oh I think we lost Kyle again. I, I, oh, it recycles every bit of. You, the moisture you, lo- you lose um, so you can drink it again oh ooh. Yeah. So well, get on a desert planet you see it's a, it's a very hot desert planet with no water so you that definitely want a rugged. BYO yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's right you certainly do yes <laughs> uh, did, did we lose kill I believe we did I wonder if he's still recording. He may as well still say. Yes, he is. He we'll we'll talk about some things. There he is. <laughs> he has re-entered. He has had a resurrection. <laughs> wow. What just Hillary, yeah. Hillary did you have a near-death really experience there, Kill? I did. I saw God, and he said, your internet is going to stop right now. <laughs> Are you sure that wasn't Hillary Clinton? It was somebody, but it says that's God. I'm a Satanist. <laughs> uh, that was all me. right. It's it's a little off topic, but uh, check out um, Iron Sky, uh, the Iron Age, I believe, and it's kind of like just every little conspiracy wrapped into one movie. You got like everyone's reptile lizard people, and Hitler <laughs> has a base on the moon. And that's like where the Germans are on the moon. moon. Yeah, I, I, yeah, we tried to watch that, but I didn't get on with it very well. Oh, it's uh, when I share it with people, I tell them this is the best documentary you will ever see, <laughs> <laughs> and it is magnificent in all of its glory. Is it a movie or a series? <laughs> it's it's a movie. It is. It it really just encapsulates every best conspiracy of like Blizzard people running the world. Couldn't have done it better. Yeah. Uh, Make us look like idiots again. Good on them. Let me guess, Netflix. All right. I I think we've only got a few minutes left anyway, but I I think Toons had a theory on creation and I'm desperately. Uh, Right. No, I. uh, I just kind of wanted to, um, man, uh, my daughter's birth, like changed my life. Uh, my wife made a human and if that's not fucking religious, I don't know what the fuck is, you know? Um, uh, I'm sorry to use crude language. Um, the real me is showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> No, it, it kind of it taps back on what I was trying to say previously is, is like, you know, uh, nature just is. Um, the trees don't care uh, what we think about tri- climate change. Uh, the trees drop their leaves in the fall. Uh, you know, they, they get cold in the winter and in the spring, they, they pop back with the, the greenery. Um, the, the chickens don't care what, what we care about climate change or about uh, Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump or uh, Jesus. Uh, 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 on that note, um, uh, nature doesn't give a shit about human uh, causes. Concepts. Yeah, it just doesn't give a fuck. And uh, when I, I mean, I was half there, but uh, my wife created life, and and to me that is uh, the embodiment of uh the human version of nature i don't know if that makes sense um but that is us being with the trees and us being with the chickens and us being with the 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 world uh however you want to say that um i'd like i'd like to add to that in the sense that the only time i feel close to anything spiritual and healing healing is i have to be in nature Right. It's a different feeling to to 
be with the trees and to to pick your peppers and to 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 get sustenance from from the vine um and uh that's what i call divine uh that's what i call spiritual um the dirt provides me life uh and that's why i'm here i mean i'm here because the dirt gave me tomatoes i'm here because the dirt gave me peppers i'm here because the chickens ate the corn and then i ate the chicken um and for that to be like just a random act of a couple of atoms smashing together and then a big bang and then i 800 gazillion 50 million plus 15 years plus we're going at 8,000 miles an hour counterclockwise around the sun it just doesn't make sense other than like hey somebody's looking down on us and uh he wants you to go hang out in the dirt that that's more of a plausible explanation than whatever neil neil eats ass tyson has to say <laughs> well like i do believe i remember reading something not too long ago saying that they had disproved the um the, the big, big bang, bang was was debunked the but, but like, again i don't read past headlines so it could have just it could have been anything but, but also just... also science nerds said big bang and then they said not big bang so science nerds say some shit i don't know i'm gonna go yep. eat some chicken eggs and watch my wife make a fucking human like that's a lot better than whatever neil degrasse tyson says like uh it's a lot easier for me to explain my existence to um, there's a greater being. It, it just makes sense to me. There's definitely an intelligence. There's mathematics in nature that's undeniable. It's all based on right, fraction, and fractals. Pi and phi. Hey, Keel. The Fibonacci sequence. Yeah. Yep. That's phi. 1.68. This and might it, just be my experience too. It's it's just uh the more um I live in nature, the more I uh try to be a good person, try to look out for mine. Um, the more I try to live on the right path, the more shit comes together. So I'm like, well, story checks out. Yeah. I think I think we could all take something from that. I think those are all wise uh utterings there from tunes. So I think that's a good place for us to stop. So uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, yeah, Tunes, Justin, Perm, Terry, and Stella. We'll see you next time. Hey, uh, Justin, do you have our contact information, possibly? It is all on uh, you. Oh, I'm sorry. A union of the uh, unknowns.com. Uh, you can go there and join us on Discord, grab our phone number, shoot us an email, uh, whatever you want to do, hit us up, and we'll definitely get back to you. Yes, Pray for please. us, and go play in the dirt. Absolutely, and please, we're all praying for somebody to leave some bad uh, feedback for Justin. He's, he's begging for it on yes. that, that phone number. At this can. at this point, I'm just gonna have to send it in myself and and pull Fox News. <laughs> yeah, don't do please a false don't. false flag us. Please don't false flag. <laughs> yeah, don't force play. him to say something even more offensive next time. We you've got to send it send it in your feedback this time. Well, I'll tell you if we ever have a drugs episode, I'm sure that'll get some some <laughs> some feedback. <laughs> try That's try great. to get where where can I meet you, Justin? Uh, I need something this weekend. On the other side. Right. Talks out of the moon. All right, guys. Thanks. We'll talk to you later. Have a good later. night. Love you all. Peace Bye. out. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Union of the Unknowns. You can find new episodes every week on all your favorite podcasting networks. 